You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. Okay, Lauren, you know what the number one thing I hated doing in college? Your work. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, other than attending class. Oh, uh, your homework after class? (laughs) Close. My checkbook. My checkbook. I always hated balancing my checkbook. And the reason why is because, yeah, it's rough. It's a rough deal. Well, (laughs) as a college student, you never knew, like, you know, how much you needed to budget for you know, the Remington Park racetrack versus the <laughs> OU, you know, post game at O'Connell's versus, you know, some laundry. I mean, Oh, I'd, laundry. No, that doesn't make the budget. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, 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 this is breaking news. There are multiple times during the period of 1989 to 1992 that I may or may not have worn dirty clothes because I spent my laundry change money at Remington Park because some of my friends <laughs> would go to Remington. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm not a gambler now, but boy, back then Remington Park was, I mean, you got to think, I mean, you, you know, you were probably wee little last at that time, but um, you know, Remington Park was kind of a big deal back then. So that's where we went. So. And you used drill coins to put in the machine. No. Why well, I'd already know what had happened was I'd already changed my $20 bill into <laughs> coins. Cause I had like a, a laundry change box thing that I could take. Oh, yeah. And then, I mean, I felt stupid taking, you know, $19.75 <laughs> to the bank, to First Interstate Bank, and having them change it back to $20 bill. So I just take it with me and that's awesome. But put, put $2 on Magic Win. <laughs> no. Oh, well. All right. I I digress, Lauren. Let's talk a little bit about creating marketing budgets. Yeah. So it's kind of similar to balancing a checkbook if anyone out there still balances their checkbook, Um, but a little bit similar. So I think we have a few tips on creating a budget or tweaking your budget or, you know, some things that you need to make sure are in your marketing budget or should be included and, you know, I mean, honestly, if especially if you are at a new organization or you are sitting down to kind of wipe the budget and start over, I mean, it can be an intimidating task because it's hard to think about all of the things um, that may need to be included and forecast what you would like to do for the year. So I guess to kind of kick it off, I think that um, the biggest key to remember and kind of to start with is, so first and foremost, I think the most helpful thing to start you know, start your budget and think about is the 70-20-10 rule. So 10% of your budget should be set aside for testing new tactics or even testing like a different strategy within a tactic you may already be doing. 20% are your second tier tactical choices. So those are things that like if you had to cut something, that's where you go first. 
The other main portion, the 70% are going to be dedicated to the tactics or things that you must have and that you know currently work. So I think that's really helpful, even if like you're going through and just jotting everything down first and kind of trying to assign some numbers, even color code those. And then you can go back. So, you know, this section is 70, this is 20, and this is 10. And that can help you kind of move forward. At least that's how my mind works. So it's helpful to me to think about. (laughs) Yeah, that's your mind season color. I appreciate that. (laughs) Um, The other thing is, you know, aligning your budget with your goals. So having a marketing plan and your goals in place first is important. And I know that kind of sounds backward because it's hard to think about, you know, making a plan that you may not be able to execute if your budget doesn't fit it. But it's actually easier if you have that plan in place because you can always like narrow your focus if needed to fit the budget. You know, I talked about that 20% portion that would be narrowing the focus there and making your plan, what you want to execute fit in your budget and, you know, what's going to appeal to your target audience most. Gotcha. So let's talk about a few things that should be included in your budget. So I'm just going to name a few things. Feel free to jump in if I if I've forgotten something. I've tried to you know outline everything I could think of and you know what we've seen and what we look at with our clients. But um, things like tracking services, software, and tools that you utilize as far as communications go should be in there. Um, your advertising spend should be in your budget. Um, and then basically how to create those pieces. So the creative, so your content, your video, photo, design needs. And if any of that needs to be outsourced, that should go into your budget as well. Um, things like swag and collateral materials, if you do any of that, should be in your budget. And things for events and trade shows, including um, like the cost for the shows and things themselves. Um, gear and equipment is another thing. So, you know, if you're going to invest in a new camera, maybe, or, you know, depending on what your organization's budget looks like, if you have any like hard tech needs that may need to be in your communications budget. Um, your website is a big one. Don't forget about hosting where that, um, website is parked, what that costs, and then any maintenance on your site. Um, if that costs you, or if you manage that yourself, as well as, you know, always plan for the future when you're budgeting, if you need to set aside or budget in when you will need a new website created, that's always important. Um, don't forget, there's two or three things that I kind of like circled here that I think are easy to forget. And those are the research side. So when you're creating a campaign or sitting down to create your marketing plan, you might need to invest some money in, you know, whether that's an outsourced service, whether that's internally done surveys, market research, competitor research, or analysis, any of those things, you might need something, you know, some funds set aside for that. The other is awards. So And this one's easy to forget too, because we get so engrossed in our work and we forget like to kind of pull, you know, our head above water and at the end of the year or, you know, mid-year or whatever, you know, some awards come up, some professional organizations you're involved in. You're like, oh gosh, I really want to enter that. Well, you know, it costs $500 and that's not in my budget. So ensure that you have space for that, even if you don't use it or you don't come up with something that year, but make sure you have awards budgeted. The other couple things, um, this one's probably not as hard to forget that salary may need to be in your budget for 
those on your team, just depending on how your organization works. And then the last but not least is I always like to uh, put in a little bit of safety net for some hidden costs in your budget. So there's nothing wrong with that building in um, for some unanticipated costs or things, you know, there may be something coming up in your year that you don't even know about yet, um, a big promotion that you'll need um, some additional funds for. So that's always smart to set aside. I think those are all great. A um, couple of things maybe just to throw in there, add is when you're talking about media relations, make sure that you have enough for any potential promo pieces like press kits or press material, that type of thing. Um, travel costs are always the same. Um, Lauren and I are teaming or working on a, a statewide campaign for the state, and we'll be going back and forth between a couple of different locations. If, uh, as she mentioned with salary, if fuel costs or car costs or whatever is involved. Um, and with that travel, um, if you're doing it right, you may need to travel from location to location, depending on how many you know folks you have or whatever that looks like. Um, and then the other thing is, I'm not sure, I, maybe I just missed it, Lauren, but um, social media or social media management, um, and you maybe have encompassed that with advertising, but basically, you know, um, organic social media is, is great, but it's not really gaining you traction like it used to kind of thing. So, right. Yeah, definitely. You know, that advertising spin can include a lot of different things. So I just kind of lumped it together, but then obviously you'll want to kind of break that down with your line items and your budget of what you want to spend and where based on your audience. So those are all really good. The press materials, especially that's really a good strategy to have. It's always good to be, you know, have some funds available to do something splashy and set yourself apart in the media. So that's a really good one to remember. Thanks, Lauren. I appreciate that. Um, the last part is, and it kind of goes into what to include. I briefly mentioned it, but is anything for tracking. I kind of mentioned that in software, but also on the flip side of that is, you know, once you have your measurements and your tracking devices set, um, that also helps you for allocating the budget for next year. So that's kind of a, this is a little bit different topic, but don't forget that you do have your, you know, budget line item for anything necessary for that, because it's important for the future health of your organization and then your future success as well. Very important. So kind of diving in there just a little bit, but um, make sure that you're allocating then, you know, just say you've, you know, carried out your plan for a year, you've worked on this budget, you know, you're looking for next year, make sure then that you are allocating the next year's budget to the results. So going back and comparing what you spent where and what worked and what did not, what resonated and making adjustments then for the next year will help you even call down further and be more successful and spend your budget more wisely. So ensuring you're tracking those things from the start and writing down, you know, your real goals versus the real results will be very, very helpful for the future in many different ways. So I think that's something not to forget at this step. And just to kind of clarify the clarification, <laughs> this these percentages are based on your marketing goal or marketing budget as a whole, not necessarily your organization's no. marketing budget. Okay. Our mar- right. org- organization's budget, not yeah, whatever. we're just talking marketing communications as a piece of that larger organizational budget. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So this is a hundred percent of the marketing budget, 70% of, one- of that marketing budget. And then all <laughs> of that 
of a hundred percent of the organization slash businesses market, right? Right, exactly. So in your organization's budget, your one percent that gets allocated to marketing and communications, or three to five, if you're like super lucky, is what we're talking about. Yes. Yeah. So, and you know, I am not the numbers gal. If you want to whip out the calculator and do seventy percent of one percent, I mean, and try to read that number, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> 70% of 1%. Um, that's <laughs> seven tenths of 1%. I mean, yeah, it's nothing. It's that's really nothing we're not. talking about here. Hey, Lauren, before we go, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not trying to break this up. Can we do something fun next week? Sure. Okay. What do you got in mind? <sighs> I have a whole week to think about it. I'm thinking about the top five TV shows that don't exist anymore, but are signatures of our generations. How's that? Okay, of our individual generations or of any generation? What are we doing? Ours? Ouch. Each? Ouch. <laughs> I'll see you next week. Yeah, okay, bye. <laughs> yes, of our individual generations. And that's me, Tony Fan, for the G-Factor Podcast. I'm Tony Van. I'm Lauren Doherty. Thank you for listening to G-Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com. <laughs>